Welcome back to the Heroes Die podcast. This is Sam here with a major league thank you for joining us for episode 17. One of the coolest parts about putting this show out into the world has been hearing from people that it reminds them of their gaming table in high school or college. And these are people in my life that I had no idea had any attachment to tabletop role-playing games. And getting that feedback, hearing that has been so rewarding because it is exactly what we wanted to do when we first sat down and hit record. So if there are secret gamers in your life, people who used to play or just want to play, please send them our way. And if you haven't yet, the perennial request to rate and follow us on your podcast platform of choice. It is one of the best ways for us to reach new ears. And now please sit back and listen to the heroes die. Everybody, how are we doing today? Good. Oh, good. Oh. Excellent. <laughs> excellent. 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 Yeah. Um, I got a I got a question for you. What? Uh, what is the what is the level of handiness around the house that you aspire to? Maybe you've already hit it, and it's not an aspiration. Oh. Um, but like, what what's the threshold at which you're like, oh, we gotta we gotta get somebody in for this. I want to be a pine. Like, what do we, what do you want? What do we want to be, or where are we actually at? Okay, a realistic aspiration. I I also want to be a master carpenter, but I'm not. Yeah, going I want to be a pioneer. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I want to make a homestead. Okay, yeah. So let's reel it. Let's reel it. So Ben Ben shot far. Let's reel it back and just a I little. I want to make bit. a whole house. I want to make a whole house. Yep. Yeah, like my uncle, for instance, got a kit cabin and built it himself. You like know, Legos, public. but sure, yeah. Uh, no, they, they, you know, they, they came in, they, they Lincoln poured logs. the foundation for him, and you know, he got a plumber in and an electrician in. But other than that, he invited people out to Colorado for a weekend every year for like five years, and slowly the house got built, assembled. Some might say, oh, sl- yeah, yeah, assembled. put together. How slowly are we talking? It took five several years, but... years, but like you know, there's so like there's the first certain... year where people just sleeping in an open frame of a house. Yeah, that's not going to cut it on the no, frontier. We, we camped. I was there. We camped. Oh, I see. You camped. Okay. Yeah, it was really, it was really kind of fun. I mean, it sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, I just, I do cool. quibble very slightly with built a house. Yeah. I mean, I mean, someone cut the timber for you, but like, it's, it's, you know, it's a, it's a house, and it, you, they, it was built. Like, we're purely talking. There wasn't a house there before, and now there's a house. Sure, that's built. Yeah. Well, it's also it's also not like a a pre-assembled thing. It's just like it's a kit cabin in that like all the lumber, shingles, etc. for the size and specs of the house are included in this bundle, right? So that oh. is what gets delivered. Yeah. But it's not like a it's not like a trailer, right? Like where you just like press two pieces of a house together on the highway. Right. Like, you know the things you see on the highway, like the wide load thing. Like, I love mm-hmm. those things, man. Oh. So yeah. Cool. So so anyway, that is a level beyond the handiness that I realistically expire aspire to. Expire. <laughs> Why you don't you want to be that good? Why don't you want to be able to build your own house? <laughs> it's not that I don't want to be able to build my own house. It's yeah. rather that like I think that that is something that's not that's not going to happen for me, right? Like I oh. like to be able to. Not with that oh, attitude. I don't, oh, like, I, I don't okay. like. When, I don't like when you talk about yourself like that. Sam. Yeah. I really appreciate hey, the support. I have his guys. buddy named Sam, and I don't like it when people are mean to him. You think I could talk to him for a second? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Get on out here, Sam. Okay, so and is like, the house in the room with us right now, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, say, I'll say it. I'm confused. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> 
Morgan doesn't know how to turn on the lights. <laughs> right. Like, I live um, in a tent. Is that not a house? <laughs> LA's expensive. Okay. Yeah, like like plumbing. Like pretty much if it gets past I can't see it. Uh like I'm I'm probably not turning the water off to my house too too often. Maybe I'll replace a faucet at my at some point in my life. I'll probably replace a faucet at some point in my life. But I'm not like doing plumbing. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna reinstall the toilet. Sure. I don't think there's any task inside my house that I wouldn't try first. I think that's both where I want to be and pretty close to where I am in like carpentry and like appliance installation, like garage doors, siding, siding is carpentry, not appliances. But like that's sort of I'm like if I feel like I should be able to take a hack at it without destroying anything or killing myself. Mm-hmm. and learn whether or not I can do it. And if I'm in that place. So do you want, are you talking like, like you would, you would take walls down or like, you know, the, the, I the, did the drywall down in your house, like yeah. rewire to put in, you know, let's say inset lights or oh. something like that. I have um, done that in theater. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this is that's, right. That's, but let's, that's, I, I will say changing that if this is actually your property that you're like on oh, the hook for, where, does that change I mean, it at all? I'm going to do it better than I did it in theater. Let's not be crazy. Sure. Um, but does that also change the risk of like, oh, if I try this and fuck it up, then there's going to be more of a cost to me. Wait, does this also mean that you weren't trying before at your theater? Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. Do you have any idea the timetable that we are on with the resource constraints that we have? No, I just, I just, it's good to know how much you care about fires. I was sawing holes <laughs> in a ceiling. There's never been a big fire in, in a theater. I think you're, I think that's right. I think, you know. Um, Cole, I think that, I think that's, that's, that's a great answer to my question. Everybody else. Okay. Um, uh, Cause I think, I think that's awesome. And I think that I might be a step. I want to be like, I want to be there or a step, like one step, one step back. I'm not sure I'm taking down the drywall in my house and putting it back up though. I have repaired. (laughs) I, uh, Morgan, do you remember that place we lived on, on Dickens Mm -hmm. in Logan square? I knocked a friend into our wall and it just made this huge gym shaped dent in the wall next to our fridge that was there until we moved out and we were moving out. And, um, a friend was like, I can help you fix that. And he came over with drywall, all the tools we needed. And I learned how to replace and repair drywall. And it was like, awesome. Now I know how to do this forever. Was that a moment of anger? It was playful, um, okay, but good, it good. Was, the consequences were there for a long time. <laughs> yeah, you know what's interesting about that situation too is that like the consequences were there for a long time, and it was like a probably like a peripheral source of stress. I think the entire time we lived there, like in like you know, I mean, when you're 24, it's like I don't know if I can deal with it later, and it's easier to repress that shit. Yeah, but we could have done that repair job the next day, and instead we lived with it for eight and a half months until we had mm-hmm. to leave the apartment and we're like, this gets fixed now or we're fucked. Morgan, you told me <laughs> that spec script wasn't based on a true story. And I invested a lot in it with that as the foundation. <laughs> told you a lot of things, Cole. Told you a lot of things. Well, I said you were too close to the tail and you said I was being crazy. Mm, maybe <laughs> I felt that way. You're too close to it. It's precious. Uh, Harold. You know, I, uh, like others, I was raised by a single mom and uh, I still have like a lot of, you know, uh, I, I wish that I knew more about, um, sorry, I don't mean to connect 
like single momhood with not knowing how to how to do stuff around the house but my mom was really busy and never really taught me to do anything mm-hmm. um and uh would love to know more but i also just made peace with the fact that i'm going to be calling a lot of people who are experts who know how to do things and to help them help have them do it for me mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh ben pioneer yeah well pioneer i mean a more realistic answer is more akin to Coles that like i want to be able to try to take a whack at it myself first but also cognizant of like, if I fuck up somehow, the damages are going to like, you're, I'm going to be paying far more to have like it fixed and stuff too. Like, like at some point in the next couple of years, I'm going to want to redo the roof on my place. Oh, and fuck like, no, dude, call a roofer. Exactly. Like that kind of thing. It's just like there, there's really no way I'd be able to have the confidence that I would actually do that. Well, there's no amount of YouTube videos that can instill in me the confidence that like, yeah, okay, let's do it and stuff. And like a step under there, like I want to replace my back door with a, a sliding door at some point. Even that, it's just like, Dude, yeah, okay, I, I, I know it's feasibly. You could. I, you're also pointing to a thing of scale that, like, I totally agree with you. I would not try to redo my own roof, right? It's like too big of a job for me to do. I don't own a house, but if I owned a house, too big of a job for me to do. Right. Um, I think what I so I'll, I will clarify my my former statement. Things like within the house. Also, electricity scares me. Yeah. There is no amount of confidence I will ever have that the power is fully off in my place where I'll feel ever okay handling two wires. <laughs> uh, on that note, I did buy a voltimeter for that. And it, it Game was changer. such a relief yep. being able to touch <laughs> that thing. There, There is nothing on in the house. I threw the big switch, right? I didn't even try to get specific <laughs> yeah. out with the circuits. It was just like, nope, there's a big red handle there. That's on off now. The whole house is off. And <laughs> so I'm still just like, there were the I'm not going to die by this ceiling fan. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> just taking a big, deep breath. Yep. Um, all right. So speaking of uh, the pioneer spirit, Let's get back into Aberton, which is a bit of a frontier town, though it has been established for several generations. Uh, when last we left our heroes, you were leaving the mayor's house and you wanted to go grab lunch. That, I think, is the plan. You head to an inn near the center of town called the Silver Scales. And there's a scale that would be used for like money changing, something along those lines, right on the sign uh, with two mugs of ale balanced on them. You know that it is owned by Tabitha Grenshaw, just having been in the town for a little while. Uh, Leighton, you would have had a beer here on your scouting mission, likely with Svend. Tabitha Grenshaw is a half-elf, tall, stately, as is not uncommon for people of that ancestry. Uh, She's wearing, as you walk in, canvas pants and shirt, woolen vest, and there are several groups of townsfolk inside, uh, eating, drinking, but the mood is somewhat subdued. And when you walk in, people do take note. You're something, uh, figures of note in the town. I think as we're walking in, Leighton turns to everybody else and says, "I I visited here when I came to check the town. It's, it's no flatbread cottage. The consistency isn't very good. The food you're going to get, it's going to come out six ways from Sunday. But it's they're pleasant people. Are they going to make fun of my face? Yep, almost certainly. Okay. <laughs> it's just we have, a hundred, we have a 100% success rate on making fun of your face on first meeting at this point, Sven. Yeah, people yeah. really don't know how to uh, look past it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> 
So we're going to interact with the gather information rules. They are a bit less specific than they were in Pathfinder first edition. Uh, reading it here, you canvas local markets, taverns, gathering places in attempt to learn about a specific individual or topic. I determine the DC of the check and the amount of time it takes, along with any benefit you might be able to gain by spending coin on bribes, drinks, gifts, etc. So let's talk a little bit about what you're trying to learn. You know, I, I kind of had a finger on the pulse vibe from Cole earlier. Um, if that's if that's what you're what you're looking for, that's one thing. If you're trying to get more specific, let me know. Might raise the DC a little bit, might not. And either way, you choose the skill that you want to roll. And depending on, you know, how far out there it is, uh, make a little bit of a case or explain why you think that's what, what's you'll, what you'll be rolling. And not everybody has to participate in this. Some people can sort of sidekick in conversations. I do want a little bit of, of role playing as a, as a part of this, but uh, talk to me a little bit about what you think these checks are going to look like. Uh, Sven, tonguing the holes in his face, uh, <laughs> willingly offers to, uh, to take a back seat. Uh, in terms of introductions, but we'll uh, play a reliable backup should he need. I mean, I, I think that uh, Druk would be very happy to use the opportunity to talk about Caden Kyleen. He's the the drunken party god, and it uh, seems like this place could use a little livening up. Okay, so when you say that, what skill do you want to roll for that? Uh, lore Caden Kyleen. Okay, so I... I see that less as you're proselytizing about Caden Kylian, or even like, you don't even need to say that name, but rather that lore gives you a, a leg up or allows you to create uh, an environment in which people are more festive and talkative. Does that- You're walking the walk, not talking the talk. So sure. Uh, uh, yeah, does that, does that make sense to you, Harold? Or were you thinking more specifically like, no, I want to be saying like, Caden Kalian is where it's at. Um, I think I was thinking like a mix. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if if Leighton and Drew could talk about this, I think Leighton can dovetail with you here a little bit. Yeah, because my plan was like, so the way that I've always done this in the past, which admittedly has been a little challenging for me because folks don't tend to open up around me immediately for some reason I don't understand. Oh, you're so likable. I, I know, I know that, but. I don't know. It's just some towns, they just don't see, they don't see me, Druk. No. Like you see me. In any case, what I became was a professional wallflower. And that's how I would find my cases, just by reading the room. So if you can get people talking, I can be on the side, supporting you, throwing jokes your way, doing whatever to prop you up, and just sort of seeing what everybody's up to. Sure. Let's give it a shot. Great. So why don't you roll yours first, uh, Harold, and that will have the effect of lowering the DC for for Cole. Uh, not great. Eight plus four is 12. Eight plus four is 12. And tell me what that looks like. Tell me what that 12 looks like. Yeah. I mean, I think that um, he would start out with a, a fairly standard opening, um, which is saying, you know, before everything... Caden Kyleen was a man just like you or me. And the thing that changed him was one good drink and uh, and proceeding to uh, to then start pouring some drinks for uh, for people around the bar. 
All right. And uh, yeah, so pouring and Tabitha comes around the bar and says, well, now, if you're if you're going to be pouring your own drinks, uh, we can do that out on the porch, but I'd be more than happy to uh, pour those drinks for you from my own taps here. Yeah, uh, you know, wh- whatever, Tabitha. Uh, just, just trying to get the party started a bit. Yeah, you monks in your Caden, Kylie, and buying drinks for everybody, it does lead to a pretty good time. I, I do indeed remember that dwarf a while back coming through talking about Caden, Kylie, and... I don't don't remember too much about them, but in any case, uh, so she uh, goes and pours up a bunch of mugs of ale and sends them around. And yeah, you're buying around for the bar. It's the middle of the afternoon, but people are there drinking. It's received well. So given the silver that that's going to cost you, which I'll figure out later, that's going to give you enough to pass the check, Cole. I just like that we rolled into this, like, small town diner with a traveling priest who just, like, opens the doors. Hey, what's up? Here's what I'm about. And everybody's like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, Leighton is going to roll society, which is his ability to understand complex social systems. And he's just going to kind of be at Druk's elbow this whole time, watching how he works Um, And sort of prompting questions underneath, like kind of peeling a person off here and there, you know, from Mm -hmm. the groups that Druk is making. So let's see what happens. Darn. Uh, That is a 15. A 15? Okay. With a 15 and rolling society, tell me what, Yeah, like this sounds like a vibe check, right? Like what's going on among the people, right? As opposed to like, like, sharp keen insight i'm seeing that 15 as like a a, a, well like we like i said a a finger on the pulse right i think a 15 gets you something of the pulse yeah i think the the directions like the pulse that he's looking for where he's pushing these conversations is there keep being places that are strange but then when we get there are actually really dangerous Mm -hmm. and so i'm sort of trying to ferret out anything about that discrepancy and if there are other strange places if people are aware of the level of danger that we've been facing or you know stories from that family have those gotten around like i want to know what the town knows about our business at this point and Mm -hmm. if any of it's new to me okay cool you're watching the people and druk i think that you're perhaps engaged with tabitha and you're talking to her and you know in the same in the way that like a barkeep can she sort of sets herself apart from the rest of the town and yeah, is down to talk to you. You're spending some silver, you're, you know, livening the place up. And she tells you like, the, the town is, the town is scared. Uh, you know, people, people walk past that cemetery this morning when, when yous were fighting. I mean, they saw it. They saw monsters. Nobody was there for very long, but I mean, Word got around. Oh, I thought you meant Sven's face. I'm very relieved. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the cemetery's scary too. No, I've been very deliberately averting my eyes because his visage is... That, yeah, that's kind. That's Horrifying, kind. truly. You know, people, people are scared. Uh, we don't know what's going on. Now, you, you see that table over there? Yeah. Uh, that's the banisters. Uh they came out here, their first generation frontiers folk out here. And they're talking about packing up and leaving. 
Like they came out here for a better life, a piece of land that they could afford and work, and it's rough around the edges out here, but indeed, it's theirs. And they're thinking about going. People are talking about this place being cursed. How long has this all been going on? Oh, I mean, it depends on what you mean by, by this, yeah? Yeah, I mean, how long have folks been scared? I mean, th that's it, right? Things have been a, a little grim for a while, you know, uh, streams drying up fields that are supposed to be fecund, not turning over crops, light crops in the fields that do. Uh, it's been harder and harder more consistently, perhaps, than I've ever seen it. But more recently, I mean, it just feels like the hits start coming and they don't stop coming. Stop it. Stop it. Do you feel like you're going back right to the, the road? Stop it. Sounds like something the meteor man used to say. But the the, the banisters, they're, they're not the only ones wondering if it's worth staying here. Well, I like it here. I hope you all stay. Well, thanks. I, uh, I do appreciate that. To leave, you'd have to be walking on the sun. Oh, stop. <laughs> oh, it's enough. Yes. Mm -hmm. No, I, I, I do get it. And, you know, at times, you know, it maybe I wonder if it's, if it is the land, if, if any of this is real, or perhaps I am my own worst enemy. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned the dwarf. Actually, can, can we talk about the dwarf? Oh, yeah. Uh, a while back, uh, a year or more, there was a dwarf came through here much like you did. Uh, you know, sort of didn't make eye contact with anybody, announced that their guard was a party god, and then uh, proceeded <laughs> to buy everybody a drink. But um, didn't make eye contact with anyone? Oh, That's no, I was... Weird. No, it I, is I, a hard I, drink to accept from someone so shifty. No, no, they, 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 did, uh, they did make eye contact with people. That was mostly a joke about your uh, sort of abrupt entrance into the pub here. Uh, I, uh, I don't remember, uh, I don't remember uh, a lot of details about him, just that, you know, Caden Kalian stuck out and it was a good night. All right, thank you. Uh, absolutely. Um, and Cole, as you're sort of listening and you know you may drift in and out of that more specific conversation between Tabitha and Druk um you're catching rumblings right all of you are if you're if you're paying any attention um you know the mayor should be doing something about this yeah. it's ridiculous why isn't the mayor doing something about this? this is crazy where's the sheriff and you know you order some food you get some drinks is there anything that y'all want to talk about amongst yourselves? I, I, I sort of think that that happened back at the church this morning, but if anything's come up. It's burger is kind of middling. I guess we can talk about that. No. You were right. The food is not too good here, but they're decently priced. You know, it's one of those places where the food, they, is, they, the food is fine. It's got a lot of toppings. The food is okay. I don't prefer wedges. Crinkle cut, but well, it's what you get for pay for. So, uh, Miss Tabitha, a plate of tots, please. Yeah, tots. All right. Um, yeah, sure. Tots. Tots. No problem. Every. All right. Take, you take. know what tots are. I do. You're I acting do. like you don't know what tots are. No, I definitely know what tots 
are. <laughs> then why do you keep saying it? That's generally a sign that you don't know something when you keep saying the thing. I don't know. You're you you're keep saying that. Does that mean that you don't know what you're talking about? No, of course I know what tots are. Because you don't, because I do know what tots are. Okay, then describe it. What's a tot? Well, uh... See, you know, I knew it. Yeah, you faltered. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm to fall for this one. Oldest trick in the book here. You describe what tots... I... Ah, oh, and then she goes in back, and uh, you can hear just banging around in the kitchen. Okay, there's um, <laughs> the first ah, PC yeah. all of us actually liked, and look what we've done to her. <laughs> <laughs> the first consensus friend. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, so, uh, she comes back out a few minutes later with very small but whole potatoes. These are wet. <laughs> what are you doing? Well, no, they're clean. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, love that those then... are mutually exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, three teenagers oh, walk God. in. Oh no! All, oh, all wearing no. to fight. All wearing rucksacks. Oh great! And they look kind of proud of themselves. It's called them backpacks. Um, and there's, it's hard to put a finger on, but they all seem to be dressed similarly. Like for, like they're they're wearing their activity clothes, if you will. <laughs> what activity? Um, now the leader. No, I'm curious about this. What activity? I don't yeah, have activity right. clothes. I just have clothes that I do activities in. Me. I don't think I have a set that's designated for activity. Universal activity garment. Like workout when clothes. I, when I call my clothes activity clothes, it's because I'm ashamed of the activity. Because <laughs> I use an alias when I'm going to do it. It's because it's an activity that I don't want to have to describe beyond the word activity. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's that's all really useful. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, I think that I think that you're on. I, I'm not going to get a lot more specific than that. Yeah, I put on a shirt I don't care about too when I whack off. So <laughs> you get real proud about it, and then you go to a bar. Better than the potatoes. Boy, I feel terrific. Let's get a meat pot and get a nice meal. <laughs> Sounds cool. In any case, these teenagers come in and the leader among them, uh, who looks like Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance, flips his hair out of his out eyes of and says, three ales, please, full size. And Tabitha looks at him and says, boys, uh, you'll have to be getting your parents' permission there for a full size tunk. Uh, when you're... Oh, would boys have confirmed the sheriff's death? He says, throwing a broad-brimmed 10-gallon hat on the bar top, and the bar goes silent. <laughs> throwing a head into the center of the bar. <laughs> oh, I think we found the culprit. <laughs> we found her. We killed her. And all eyes in the bar go to that hat. And Tabitha says, we're... Where did you find Sheriff Rolaine's hat? Out by the fucking Lindell barn where we went and investigated after we talked to Ama, because someone's got to do something around here because J.O.'s dad sure ain't doing shit. He says, throwing a thumb 
over at J.O., one of the boys behind him. Get fucking dropped, J.O. Yeah, J.O. sucks. Snap. That's what I've learned quickly. Dear Lord. Well, that's good. Now they've got the new police force in town, so these kids can take care of these. <laughs> yeah. I think Leighton would pick the hat up off the floor and take a look at it. Anything catch my eye? It's like a large cowboy hat, and the people in the bar and these kids seem to recognize it as the sheriff's. I Yeah, I want to, like, get a read of the room. Like, obviously, people are stunned by this and stuff, but I like... Do people care? Is it kind of like a good riddance? Like, yeah. It's not a good riddance. People are alarmed. Tabitha is like calling these boys over and being like, now you tell me exactly what you you found, where you found these. Kids like, we found them next to her fucking boots, which are in J.O.'s backpack over there. And that was all you found, uh, the hat and the boots. Ho, ho, ho. Bud, who the fuck are you? You look fucked up. Yes, it, my cheeks. See, I told you they were going to make a deal. I, 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 we have been helping the mayor, frankly, looking for said sheriff, so we are very interested to hear what you have to say. Oh, helping Mayor Flabber? Yeah, whatever. That guy doesn't know anything. Yeah, we've kind of come to that point as well, so it's good that someone's doing a thing around here. We agree with you. Yeah, yeah, good. Would you uh, find young men uh, perhaps take us out to where you found these things? Yeah, sure. I think you were already out there. Out at the Lindell Barn? (laughs) Yes, uh, we've uh, just come to town about 24 hours ago, so time and places are a bit mixed. But uh, we could venture back out there, no? We must have missed it when we were there. Yeah, sure. There's nothing else to find. We already found everything. Uh, This stuff was right next to a big dead plant. Interesting. Yes, we've seen the big dead plant. We made the big dead plant. Yes. Wow. We didn't well, see the hat and boot. Let's let's incriminate ourselves too much here, folks. But <laughs> the, the hat and boots are not damaged at all, Sam. Um, the boots are bloody, and the hat. I mean, they're 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 bloodied and dirtied. Oh, okay. You know, after a little bit of conversation with them, you know, you can determine that they were found in the scrub by the plant. You guys didn't do a, a deep search around the house. No, we know so, it's our fault. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that <laughs> that them finding it now doesn't necessarily mean it got there after. They could have sure. discovered something that was there. That that's that's all I meant to imply. No, I know. Um, and they they like yeah, it's like under a bush. And we found it because we're brave and we went out there. Because we're fucking badasses. Now the professor walks up to them and uh, takes one of the bar chairs and swivels it around and straddles it and goes, Now, see here, young man, I'm the professor, but you can just call me prof. Let's rap a little, <laughs> you and I. Oh, no. This guy seems like he gets it. I'm down to rap with you. Yes, yes, uh, yes, far out. Uh, now, can you, uh, can you cool young men, uh, perhaps escort us back to the barn and show us exactly where you, uh, found the hat and the boots and he leans into, he leans into the leader and goes, these other, uh, squares at the bar here can't appreciate what you're doing, but we can. We're in. Yeah, whatever. 
Uh, sorry, adventuring and investigating is thirsty work. We're gonna need three ales, whole size, please, uh, before we go anywhere, honestly. Well, no one can ever say I never corrupted the youth. Three ales, please. Brings over three ales. The three kids have them, and they are, like, <laughs> very excited to be having adult-sized beers. Yeah, they're gonna black out. <laughs> this is going to make finding the original location impossible. <laughs> But yeah, you know, you can continue this conversation if you want. Otherwise, yeah, they're down to uh, they're down to tell you exactly where they found it and send you out there if you want. They're like, honestly, I would love to come back out there, but I need to get home because like my stupid mom, um, they have chores. They have chores. It becomes clear that they have chores, that uh, that word is never said by it. Well, we'll catch you on the flip side then. Yeah, nice. Good luck when you stand up. If, if by the flip side you mean here, because we're going to be drinking beers all day. Nice. <laughs> I'm not even fucking drunk yet. <laughs> all right. You seem likable. <laughs> Anyways, let's keep going. Yeah, yeah. We talked to we talked to Ama, and she was like, uh, we were out at the Lindell Barn, and so we were like, well, we got to check that out and see if there's any cool stuff, and we found some cool stuff. So, tight, you know? Now My we're friend, do we rich. know this Ama? Yes, she's the little girl with the Josh Hartnett thing. Oh, that's right. That's right. Which, yes. made, honestly, I don't know if they did talk to Aim. I don't know if she would hang with... I'm trying to square that in my head for me. You guys are a little edgy for her, but yeah, I'll figure it out. I'm going to teach her swear words. Anyways, <laughs> all right. Back to the barn, I suppose. Um, so you head out to the barn? Yeah. yeah. So. Give me some perception checks. Nice. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You look what we've done to Rudy now. 24. I fucking love to perceive. <laughs> Do you guys ever just look at stuff really hard? Can I get a number from someone as to the... 18. Yeah. 14. 10, 15, 24. 24. Yeah, so the professor, you look around and you can see a lot of tracks of uh, what look like three teenage boys stomping over everything. Semen everywhere. God damn. And nothing else. Crusty socks. That were in <laughs> Don't turn the black well. light on in here. Look like a CSI scene. He's kind of, uh, you know, squelching his way through this uh, underbrush. You know. <laughs> Did it rain recently or why is it out? Um, and uh, and uh, he says, oh, just the telltale signs of young men around <laughs> except for uh except You're really for, uh, deprived of the shit-eating grin on rudy's face <laughs> my hands on hips is a lot <laughs> sitting down hands on hips. <laughs> but also knowing it's a halfling up to his knees <laughs> Oh fuck! Oh, God. Except for a cowboy hat-shaped imprint in the center of this big mess. <laughs> well, this must be the place. For real though, twenty-four perception didn't see anything. Yeah, no, they found. No, it. there's no, okay. Okay, they would have bragged about it. They found a silver yeah. chain and a small pendant as well. Oh, did, did we beat them up and take those before we yeah, I was gonna say that. No, it didn't come up. Can I go back and beat them up and take them? <laughs> I don't think we need to beat them up. Let's just wait till they pass out from all the ale. 
Well, they might ah. be at home now doing chores and then whacking off in their bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the blessings of Kate and Kayleen won't allow them to pleasure at the end. Oh. I don't think you know Kayleen, Kayleen. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys are going to head back to the bar. <laughs> I literally, I just hear Donald Duck when you do that. Yeah. <laughs> Are we ever going to go back to the cemetery and find those books for that priest? After we sleep. We haven't slept yet? No, no it's no. still like three o'clock, I think, at this <laughs> point. <so. laughs> I'm just imagining Leighton, like, with bloodshot eyes and, like, just like, like after we sleep. <laughs> yeah, after we fucking sleep. <laughs> just as a reminder, everywhere he goes, it's raining right now. <laughs> He's that tapped out. <sighs> but yeah, Sam, we don't see any tracks. Like, we don't see anything that those dumb idiots would have not seen, right? Right. Okay, yeah. There's no, there was just stuff and they took it. Yeah, given the, um, the, the like volume of tracks and the enormous amount of semen, you're pretty <laughs> sure that they took 20 on this entire area. Yeah. I don't condone that use of his new meaning to fertile ground jeez (laughs) (laughs) yeah so you head back into town and on your way you hear from the woods on either side and well 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 we have the little idiots from the other circus apparently you all don't know when to watch your backs. And Daring Donica emerges from the woods on one side, and Leandrus, her lion, appears on the other. Hey, Danica. <laughs> Guess it's time for another circus off. <laughs> All right, let me stretch first. <laughs> yeah, not much of a crowd here to perform our tricks for, but... Don't have that many tricks left in the bullpen, <laughs> yes. but I am always up to the challenge. I shine. And she says, I don't think this time is circus off. I don't appreciate being embarrassed in town earlier. No, and get good. good. Yes, you shouldn't have picked the performance off in that case if you weren't confident in your skills. If you were going to look that stupid, why did you do it? Yeah, I feel like they've always said if you're not willing to accept both sides of an ultimatum, then don't offer it. Mm. This is good point. So now, I think I offer other ultimatum. Well, now you're talking. What is it? Are you going to be less of a, you know, whiny loser about this one or the same amount? I love deals. You can either die quickly. Oh, there we go. Or okay. you can die slowly. Oh, the sort of and then <laughs> whirring and clanking up behind her is a mechanical puppet dressed as a clown. Oh. It is a nightmare. like a clank clank. <laughs> uh, Cole, hero point. Um, Get it. <laughs> Roll for initiative. That's it. I the I, the, wah, I loved the verbal posturing. <laughs> well, we were really gonna have a chance to talk ourselves out of that one, but I have we find ourselves nine 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 tonight. Waited. 
And you know what, let me give you a closer look here at the mechanical carny, one of your former co-workers. Oh, God. <laughs> Someone want to tell us what that looks like? Oh, got boxing gloves, he's in a tuxedo, and it's a nightmare. It's it's like Tom Servo, but with a pogo stick for a head. <laughs> and a bow tie that looks like it might have been photoshopped on after the rest of it was drawn. <laughs> that is right. All right, everybody's in there for initiative, it looks like. I got the professor at 21, Andruk at 19, Sven at 18, Eugene at 17, and Leighton at 14. It is the top of round one. You are going to get a closer look at that mechanical carny as it rolls closer to you <laughs> five feet and then boing, one of its boxing gloves shoots out 10 feet and clocks Claude right across the face. Rolling wow. to hit. Wow. Starts with the horse? Starts yeah. with the horse. So Not a very a smart critter. Face. And that is going to be a 13 to hit. Get the fuck out of here. Alrighty, that misses. Uh, that is a move and attack. And you know what? What the heck? Uh, the other fist <laughs> comes out and it goes across its body, right? So it's uh, going right arm at Claude, left arm up at Leighton. Natural 20. Classic. Classic. Hey, at least it wasn't your horse. Uh, that is going to be uh, 26 to hit. My horse has way more hit points. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a hit. Uh, and that is a confirmed crit, yes. A confirmed crit. Oh, dear. <laughs> so this is someone we worked with? Uh, something you worked with, perhaps, oh, depending God. on how progressive you are. <laughs> <sighs> That is 16 points of damage. Cool. <laughs> Very cool. Non-lethal. Oh. What does that mean? Interesting. Okay. That is the mechanical carney's turn. Up next, it's the professor. Professor, what you got here, bud? Oh, dear Lord. Uh, the professor is... Um, let's see how far I am from here. All right. The professor... Uh, we'll say... Oh, dear Lord, if there's one thing I hate more than clowns, it's clockwork clowns. And uh, he's going to um, hit him with the produced flame to go to. Yeah, that's a, that's a real track. Uh, that's uh, 15. 15 is a miss. Ah, trat. Uh, Do you want to try to learn something about him? Yes. Will recall knowledge? Yes. All right, you can give me... Arcana, if you want, or crafting. Rats. Those are both plus ones. But, okay. If you have a lore that you think pertains to this, you can always do that. No. What about, uh, um, since since it's a, uh, a, a thing that we used to work with, what about performance? Sure. I'll give that to you. Yeah? Yeah. Dope, dude. Okay, uh, that is a 20. A 20, all right. I'm going to tell you something that I think is... You can ask me for specific information. There is a piece of information that I think is very useful to you that I am going to give you... F that I would like to give you first. You get two pieces. Okay, give me the important thing first. They're, they are weak to electricity. 
They're significantly weak to electricity. Spicy. I'm gonna ruin your whole fucking day, you dumb robot. And then, uh, what's the uh, second question we want to ask it? Uh, does it have any special attacks? Uh, yeah. So, you know that, um, it, what you just saw was its spring-loaded fist. Um, it also has a water cannon. Uh, the mechanical carny can spray a 15-foot cone of water, dealing a certain amount of damage, non-lethal, to all creatures in the area. Uh, you get a reflex save. All right. So the mechanical carny is the riot police? Uh, I think a little bit more slapstick, but generally, yes. <laughs> That's the most non-lethal weapon in the world. All right, that is a spell, a two-action spell and a recall knowledge. On Druk, it's your turn. Yeah, um, so Druk is going to uh, stride 25 feet to the southwest and get into his point-blank stance and then take a shot at Darren Ganica. All righty, take that shot. Can we not... Please. Um, 17 plus 10 is 27. 27. My goodness. What a spicy shot. That's a crit. Andruk answering his own question. Total of 13 points of damage. 13 Ooh. points of damage. My goodness. Oh, ah, oh. You have gotten good with that bow. That is on Druk's turn. Sven, you're up. Uh, Sven is going to step up 25 feet next to Daring Danica and double slice. Double slice. Uh, 26. 26 is a hit. Yes. Good. Uh, for seven points of damage on the first one. S seven points of damage on the first one? Yep. And then following nice. through with the second hit. Uh, 21. 21 is a hit. Six points of damage. Six points of damage. Whew. All right, Daring Danica taking a lot of damage real quick. It is her turn. Daring Danica, arrow sprouting from her shoulder. Two big cuts from your blades is looking wild-eyed and scared. And he's like, <laughs> you. You. She turns and flees. Wow. Leandrus, come, come. Do you take uh, an attack of opportunity, Ben? Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, nope. I'll miss. And a miss. But you all see her turn to run and Sven take a shot. Let that sink in. She turns to flee. Leandrus moves after her. They're going to move pretty far. Is anybody trying to keep up with them? She cannot be faster than me on a horse, right? Um, Leighton would be Leighton's assumption. Does that... Like, she's not supernaturally fast. She's not. She does have Leandris. Let me just uh, check their relationship regarding... It's a long-term relationship. It's a long-term relationship. What size is... Claude? Claude is large. Claude and is has large. the mount like animal companion trait. Yeah, no, this is uh, an animal minion, Leandris, and is medium, so she can't ride it, but she's taken off. Leighton's gonna chase her down. Leighton's gonna chase her down. Okay. How far can you get in two moves on him? Uh, Eighty feet. Yeah, 
you can catch her. So she's like 75 feet away. You know, if we, yeah, it's you're, you're, you're up next. She's 75 feet away. Leandris is with her growling and snarling, being protective of his master. Uh, what do you do when you run up on Claude? Um, I mean, I think I circle around. I like cut her off in the road. She's off the road. She's oh, okay. fleeing. She's fleeing like through the woods, through the underbrush. Um, so yeah, we're like ripping through shrubbery. Um, we get up there. We ride her down. Donica, stop! Stop! Donica, stop running! I'm not going to hurt you. You see, her hand goes to her whip. You all <coughs> spits out some blood. You will have gotten far more powerful and violent. Yes, well, we were sharpened by some rather harsh experiences, weren't we? It made you strong. (laughs) What's sad about people like you, Donica, is you believe that that's the only way to become strong. But I can leave that debate for another day because I'm particularly uninterested in your philosophies. Why... Danica, we outnumbered you. I was embarrassed. I don't like being left off the stage. I suppose that's understandable. I wanted to hurt you. I wanted... You got out. All of you. You got out. Yes, Danica. Because we were willing to take real risks... And you aren't. And that's why being taken off stage hurts you. And doesn't hurt us. So we're freer. And that's why we can outperform you. But until you face up to those facts and deal with it for yourself, I can't help you. Where is the circus? And when is it going to be here? The circus is a few days away. I don't know when exactly it's going to be here. We were going to go back. Victor and Angelico, they went back. I said I would stay here, keep an eye on you. I don't know when exactly, but it is not far. What do you know about this town? Nothing other than that is where you are. Mistress Dusklight, she is not happy you left. And your head popped up here, this backwater Eberton. She pointed... The menagerie straight here. How did you know we were here? Word travels about circuses. Name of the game. Oh, that must have stung for Mistress Dusklight to hear our name on the wind. I would kill to see her face. Ah. And I think she will try to kill when you see her face. Well, she can talk to Andruk and Sven about that. As you might have noticed, they're not particularly open to those conversations these days. Yes. Gang, is there anything else? I, I mean, I know, like, my character just happened to be the fastest, but... I mean, like, what's going on with the robot right now? I know. I In my head, I'm imagining... I was imagining, like, the professor's, like, in the grip of one of its fists just flying around everywhere. <laughs> We're getting our ass kicked by the robot. (laughs) (laughs) The arrows aren't working. (laughs) Only a damage dealer ran away. (laughs) 
Yeah, she runs away and its head spins entirely around and then it just starts spewing banana peels everywhere. So all of y'all are on the floor. Uh, no, with her gone, it's no longer in attack mode, though its attacks are like non-lethal and playful. So, you know, it might start spewing water. You guys know how to deal with it. It, it, it really, though, has, it has become less violent because she is not with it anymore. Cole, is there anything else that you wanted to Sven cover pushes with? it over so his wheels are no longer like, <laughs> yeah. touching the and ground. They, they keep spinning like forward and backward, forward and backward. It's a junk. Yeah. Um, well, no, I, I mean, I'm just pulling the group. Are there other questions? I can't think of much else to ask her if she doesn't know anything about the town and the circus isn't here yet. Yeah, I got nothing. And you're the only person there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't want to. Are you going to try to detain her? Because she's going to try to go. Um, she says, are you going to keep me here to laugh at me with your friends? Or can I go lick my wounds in peace? You won. <laughs> I know we won. I was paying attention. No. I don't have any interest in continuing this conversation with you. So I suppose all I'm going to say is it would be best if you let Madame Dusklight know what happened today because we have no desire to fight her unless we're provoked and I recommend you don't provoke us. Sure. And I have a message for your little professor. Happily. I've watched you. I've watched him playing the hero. But Mistress Dusklight knows about his past. And perhaps when certain events, certain decisions he made come to light, maybe he is not so much of a hero late in Quix's Chalmers. I'll be seeing you. A bit of a shadow passes over Leighton's eyes, I think. Mm -hmm. Just lost in thought for a second and sort of considering those words and his own past and then he taps Claude on the side of the neck and says thank you Claude I think that was a worthwhile discussion let's go see how everyone's doing with that fucking robot and he starts <laughs> rubbing his jaw <laughs> you come back and it's on its back it releases its water cannon <laughs> straight up into the air <laughs> <laughs> its arms haven't retracted because it's on its back and the machine doesn't work well at this angle the you know slinkies are caught or something you know it's just it smells like, like it smoke looks... i think it's burning itself <laughs> and i say let it i think it's crying <laughs> there are no more enemies here just perhaps a piece of litter <laughs> what do y'all do i mean we're taking the carney back to the circus our circus yeah, right yeah yeah. We'll retool it for better purposes. And we program it to have a personality with real human emotions. <laughs> Dooming it to a life of existential crises. To outlive all of us. You don't know that. <laughs> Why did they program me to feel? <laughs> Why? Why was I programmed to feel pain? <laughs> <laughs> Blinkwo dead? 
<laughs> you can cart it back to the circus. You know that it will take some doing, some tinkering. You just want to roll on the random encounter table. I, I can I can see right through you. <laughs> you know that it'll take some tinkering uh, to get it to be uh, an obedient robot. But you make it back into town with no incidents. You go back, you go back to the bar. <laughs> you go back to the bar after going to the Lindell bar. The kids are still there. They're pretty hammered, and they see you wheeling a fucking mechanical carny. I'm like, how the fuck did we miss that? Oh god, I'm not even drunk yet. Fuck. <laughs> They then, you know, present you with uh, the silver chain that they found, and they also show you something that the professor, uh, as a mad and, and uh, Leighton would recognize both as magic users, as a uh, savior spike. Um, ah. It is in their possession right now. I don't know what you guys want to do about it, if you want to confiscate it or not, but you know that's on the table. What do y'all do? I'm very pro confiscating things from teenagers. Yeah, so let's do it. Take it immediately. Mark it over. They like hold it up, and you grab it and shove them with the other hand. <laughs> now, what about this silver chain? You look at it. You think it's worth about fifteen gold pieces. So that one, they might want to hang on to. Nothing uh, particularly. Um, just a silver chain, plain, no pendants, no um, trinkets. Charms, baubles. No, but you do. Uh, you are led to believe by people in the bar that uh, that this was also property of the sheriff. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah. So I, I think, as the uh, duly appointed investigators by the mayor of the town into the sheriff's disappearance, we will be taking all of her possessions. Thank you yes, very much. Indeed. Yeah, you guys can confiscate this chain and this lock as part of your investigation. Everyone knows that you're working with the mayor and I'm not really interested in role-playing that conflict. So yeah, they're yours. Do we know where the sheriff lives? Perhaps it would be uh, worthwhile to check her quarters. Lived. We've only found, no, we've only found a hat and bloodied boots. We haven't found a body. For sure did. The position of it made you think that it would have been eaten by the plant that you killed. Oh, well, that would have been helpful. <laughs> now I just look like a fucking idiot in front of everyone. Glad we're on the same page now. <laughs> so you're saying we did find something at the Lindell barn? No, you didn't find we anything. We found her cause of death. These kids very slowly and drunkenly explain it to you. <laughs> <laughs> because you chuckle fucks couldn't figure it out. Next up. Did they explain it slowly because they're drunk, or is that a separate part of their explanation? So she was just so she was just eaten by the plant? This is all just an accident? <laughs> she went out and you 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 don't know what you don't know what happened. Real Agatha um, Christie here. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're saying like we don't know why we don't know what Well yeah, I mean you, Presumably, though, right? She was investigating Nemia. She showed up. She went to knock on the door. The big fucking planator. Better pop, better boop, better bam, and here we are. Okay. Yeah, and that is what that is what the the children at the bar explained to the professor. <laughs> <laughs> what a drag. Feel bad. Does anybody want to sleep? What time is it, Sam? Yeah. I yeah, mean, I mean, I, yeah, goofing around, going back and forth to the barn. 
<laughs> Killing time, you know. <laughs> Killing time, other circus workers. Yeah, if you guys take some Tylenol PM, you could probably knock out pretty soon. Yeah. Sam, is there um, is there someone that like are there any blacksmiths or um, enchanters and anything like that in town? Someplace we could like spend some of our money on new gear. Yeah, we can look at that between sessions. Okay. Uh, enchanting works differently in this than it did in the in first edition. One of the big ways that you're going to enchant your magical items is either by finding them or by transferring runes from things that you find onto gear that you have. Uh, but yeah, we'll look at that. And if that's something you're interested in, in doing, we'll say that you're putting feelers out for it right now. Is anybody in the group an expert in reflex? I believe I am. Um, no, I'm trained. I sorry. am, yeah. Oh, I'm, an expert. Oh, I'm sorry, bud. You said reflex? Yes. I am. I, I, I'm so sorry. I don't understand. Is it's, it, you're, you're safe. Oh, how do you know? How do you? What what makes you an expert? You're either trained expert, master, or legendary. At this point in the game, Morgan, I think you're only an expert in reflex if your character comes expert in reflex at the at first level. Oh, I see. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Sorry. No worries. I'm trained. I'm not an expert. Trained, not expert. Cool. What's up next? What's up next? And why did you ask that question? Ben or Will, because you guys are experts, either of you could use this savior spike. Um, you affix it to your armor, and basically, it if you were to fall off a ledge, it helps you not fall off a ledge. Interesting. Um, that's kind of cool. I would take it. Go for it. It's great to be a melee fighter at the early levels. Everything is made for you. Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. No kidding, Ben. So put that on your put that on your character sheet, and that's that. You have sorted out the savior spike. Sounds like bed is what's up next. Yeah. I think so. I think so. You head back to the camp. Usual question. Are there any conversations that you're trying to have with one another or any other circus members before bed? Guys, just want to have like a 15 minute conversation with Duke. <laughs> well, can we bring <laughs> Absolutely the. Absolutely not. <laughs> Rather die. Could we? If I remember so correctly, we'd have killing him. <laughs> yeah 15 minute conversation would really just be 8 and then a 7 minute fight because I assume he's the BBEG <gasps> Sam did the, the priest said that he would come do the ointment thing now right and then we just get stuff if we find the books yeah cool could we bring him out to, to handle that tonight yeah absolutely you go back to the church and Knock on the door, you walk in, he's patching things up, putting things back together, sweeping up the place, and he goes, Oh, well, hello, it is nice to see you all again. Um, Have you decided to spend some time at a very reasonable rate, at a very reasonable hourly rate uh, here in this Church of Avatar, or is there something? No, I, I see by the looks on your faces that, oh, you must have come to collect on the ointment that will depetrify your friend. Yes, uh, yes, absolutely. I, I'll, I'll, I'll go and get that right now. Walks over to the vault, <clears throat> goes in for a minute, comes back out with a little bottle. He goes, well, please uh, do indeed show me the way. Follow us. And he does. You make it back to camp. 
You lead him to the body. He pulls out his greater salve of anti-petrification medicine. Yeah. Look it up. He rubs it on... Go on. Petey? Nope. 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 No, Petey's awake. <laughs> Who is still asleep? On Marty. He rubs there it on Marty. He rubs it on Marty. Too late. He already used it on Petey. Yeah, Petey's going <laughs> re-petrified because he overdosed on the salve. <laughs> Unfortunately, not the first time a priest has run ointment on Petey. <laughs> <laughs> This is a whole event now. <laughs> That's what you get for asking a priest for help. <laughs> oh my god. Ah. So yeah, Nelendrend comes in, uh, makes one mistake, and then he depetrifies Marty. All right. <laughs> and uh, he's like. Anyone else I can depetrify around here? <laughs> Let me tell you, that's not what usually happens, but. Oh, God. Oh, boy. So Melon Dren says, uh. <laughs> yeah? Now, usually I charge for this service, but uh, given the circumstances and uh, your recent saving of me and, and my church and disposing of those uh, evil creatures, most of them, we believe, uh, I, I will do this uh, gratis. Uh, I'll see you all later. <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh, no, Rudy. Don't you dare. It's bedtime. Oh, okay. I think. Unless there's anything else anybody wants to do before bed. Plenty of time for jizz jokes and uh <laughs> No, no. Just go to bed, rub rub one out and yeah. <laughs> I th- I think all of us have a little more work to do before we sleep, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Leighton would just relay uh his conversation with Danica omitting her last statement about the professor. He's still thinking that over. To the team? To the team, just to say, like, this is their... Well, actually, yeah, so... And to Duke? Uh, No. Specifically not to Duke. (laughs) (laughs) No, you said they're they're not that far away, huh? to Duke. Get the butt out. All right. All right. Well, we better be on the lookout. (laughs) Someone get the priest back here. Hey, Duke, did you know that there's free ointment massages tonight? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. Oh my god. Oh holy shit. My god, I haven't taken my socks off in five days. (laughs) That poor man. If it's happening, I want in. I'm sorry, did Rudy explode? Rudy, where the fuck are you? Holy fucking shit. Holy shit. (laughs) Sam, you know, like at the carnival when you hit the thing and. With the hammer and it hits the bell? Mm -hmm. You just hit my bell, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Holy shit. Yep. Old Duke's got a thing about feet. (laughs) (laughs) I think they're disgusting, but I like having them touched. (laughs) Blessing and a curse. Blessing and a curse. 
We haven't even touched on foot jobs. It's true. Mm. And <laughs> we won't. Um, so you guys go to bed. Oh, there, are we going to talk about what Danica said? Yes. No. Yes. Go for it. Um, everyone, we didn't have a chance earlier because we were wheeling the robot and then intimidating the youths. Um, but I was able to catch Danica, and, and she mentioned that the menagerie, well, mentioned under duress, perhaps, the menagerie is close. They ought to be here in just a couple of days, and we should take that into consideration for how much time we can give Aberton uh, or the so consequences otherwise. This seems very worrisome. Uh, frankly, uh, Danica's actions today have gone uh, quite a bit beyond uh, mere circus rivalry. Do we think they're capable of actually trying to kill us? Yes. Dear me. Eugene, are you ruminating on something over there? No, just been a long day. Eugene, did did, did you want to take a nap? I absolutely do. Well, looks about that time. The fire's dying down. I'll uh, just uh, head back to my wagon and... Uh, Good night, stout fellows. Good evening, Professor. And it's bedtime. You wake up the next morning. What do y'all want to do? When are we next scheduled to do a circus? I feel like we've kind of left <laughs> that by go by the wayside. <laughs> you want to do a circus today? Is that what I'm hearing, Ben? Well, I, I don't know when we no, our next no, circus is. No, so no, 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 no. If we're scheduled to do one, we should probably do one. But I don't know... When that well, might be. You, you did one, your ringmaster died, uh, and then people started dying all over the town. Uh, so. Well, you're saying that people aren't in the mood. I think that was the perfect time. It sounds like a circus, circus would solve this. The professor certainly has been giving away plenty of free tickets. <laughs> people are expecting one to happen. We will have a full house whenever we announce. <laughs> I feel like. I will go back to the cemetery to try to finish that side quest. Side okay. quest? Yeah. You guys want to head back to the cemetery? I'm a main quest only <laughs> character, so good luck. MQO, main quest only. Says it on all my <laughs> Speed <stuff>. running. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. You head back to the cemetery, waved Nell and Dren, still cleaning up on the inside. You head out back to the crypt, and you hear some kind of scratching and rustling from beyond the crypt door. We'll find out what's in there next week. Oh! Oh, Helen Trent's conscience. Oh, yeah. Almost certainly.